Why dollar is the dominant currency in the world? What effects COVID-19 pandemic is having on the US dollar? Can any other currency replace the status of the US dollars? Or if we can more specifically say, can China's Yuan or Euro for that matter replace US dollars as a dominant currency? So I chose to talk about US dollars in this episode specifically because of America's handling or you can say mishandling of COVID-19 pandemic and Trump's disinterest in providing a global leadership. Currently, India has about $507 billion worth of forex reserve and it is mainly composed of US dollars in form of US government bonds and the fact that we have dollars in our pocket is giving a lot of comfort to Indian economy against the shock of coronavirus. My name is Rahul Trivedi and welcome to the 7th episode of Let's Declutter. I am going to answer a few key questions regarding dollar in this episode. But before we jump into all that, I want to tell you why it is important for you to understand this regardless of what you are into. There are a few reasons. First, you are way more affected than you think by economic forces. The effects can be indirect on you. So it is in your benefit if you try to understand how the world works. Second, I'll be very happy if you just listen to me for a while and I promise that I'll simplify it as much as I can so you can make sense of it easily. Okay, so without further delay, let's start this episode by answering a question that why US dollar is the dominated currency in the world. So let me take you back in time a little bit. Before and during the Second World War, United States supplied weapons and other goods to its allies and US received payment for those weapons in gold. So when the war ended, US owned majority of the planet's gold. Now it is a huge complicated economic history about how the world got on the gold standards and how, how the world got off the gold standards. But I want to bypass all that unnecessary details from it because I don't want to bore you with all that. So what you need to understand is in 1944, delegates from 44 allied countries met in Bretton Woods, New Hampshire to come up with a system to manage foreign exchange that would not put any country at disadvantage. It was decided that the world's currency couldn't be linked to gold, but they could be linked to US dollars, which was linked to gold because US effectively owned most of the world's gold. The agreement came to known as Bretton Woods Agreement. That is how US dollar took the place of gold and became the world's reserve currency backed by world's largest gold supply. This system worked fine for another three decades. But in 1971, then US President Richard Nixon devalued US dollars relative to gold because he was concerned that US gold supply was not adequate to cover the number of dollars in the circulation. Investors started losing their confidence in gold and made a run on gold reserve. After that, Nixon suspended dollars convertibility into gold and by 1973, the whole system had collapsed. But dollar standards survived because of size and strength of the US economy. Countries were then free to choose any exchange arrangement for that currency except linking its value to price of gold. They could, for example, link its value to another country's currency or a basket of currency or simply let it float freely and allow market forces of demand and supply to determine its value relative to other countries' currency. It is also the same year when SWIFT payment system came into existence. It is an interbank telecommunication system for international financial transaction and it is supposed to be politically neutral for everybody. 
I mean, nobody owns the Swift, but the thing is, America has undue influence over it because most of the international transaction happens in US dollars and routed through New York, and that gives America a lot of pull within the financial system. America uses this influence to impose sanctions on other countries. Sanction is actually a fancy word for one type of economic punishment to other country. This type of attack is becoming extremely common under Trump's administration and they used it on countries such as Russia, Iran, China, North Korea and many European banks and companies as well. So basically US is pissing a lot of countries off by weaponizing the dollar and SWIFT mechanism and that is why these countries are looking forward to bypass SWIFT model of transferring money. China has already found a workaround by introducing mobile wallets and QR code. It is a cheap parallel financial ecosystem that is replacing money with digital cash that can be stored in mobile wallet rather than bank account and it is widely used in China. Two main tech giants Alipay and WeChat is at the forefront and they are also investing in other mobile wallets in other countries. For example, Alibaba Group's Ant Financial owns 40% stake in Paytm. That same Ant Financial acquired British payment group World First for $700 million. Similarly, Ant Financial has also invested in other fintech companies located in Thailand, Philippines, Malaysia, Indonesia, etc. So you get the picture here. It is not just going to be two American giants, Mastercard and Visa for consumer payment. The financial infrastructure is rapidly changing and US is gradually losing its leverage towards the world. Also, after the handling of coronavirus situation, there is a growing belief among countries that US is not able to lead itself properly, let alone the whole world. After all, it is the confidence in the US economy that is retaining the value of dollar as a dominant currency. So what is going to happen? I'm not trying to predict an answer here because I'm more interested in understanding the argument. Some analysts and economists are saying that despite having a turbulent economy, US dollar will always be a safe haven for investors and US will always be at the center of financial ecosystem because it requires a global effort and formal agreement from all the countries in the world to get off from dollar standards. Whereas, other group of economists believe that movement of getting off the dollar standard has already started and COVID-19 and Trump administration has accelerated it further. The growing belief is that the demise of American dominance might not be made in China, it will be made in US only. So in a nutshell, you can say that there are few main factors that is challenging the dominance of dollar and COVID-19 is surely among them. But one thing is pretty evident here, there is not going to be an overnight shift from dollar to yuan or euro and coexistence of alternative financial system is quite possible if made completely transparent and you know that transparency in China is literally opposite. So it's like US is winning the least ugly contest here. This is it for today. I hope I was clear with the whole thing. I'll see you real soon with another topic. So bye bye for now.